Advocates for ending pay gaps for ethnic and minority groups in Aotearoa are reiterating their calls to the New Zealand government and business leaders to urgently address the shocking pay gap for Pacifica people. Founders of the Mind the Gap campaign say new data just released shows much of the pay gap for Pacifica men and women is likely due to racism or unconscious bias by employers. Campaign co-founder Joe Cribb says this comes as no surprise and that many New Zealand businesses would be unaware that they are demonstrating bias in their workforce and the best way to address that is to measure pay gaps. Kia ora and welcome on Pacific Waves, Joe. Just how bad is the pay gap for Pacifica? So at the moment, um, when a Pacific woman uh, goes to work, uh, she will earn 75 cents in the dollar to a Pākehā man. And for a Pacifica man, uh, that's 81 cents. And um, we can often think about this as, as numbers. We can think about it as kind of statistics. But what it actually is and um, is actually about um, your ability to earn a good wage, free from discrimination, uh, to be paid what you're worth and um, to be able to provide for your families. So that's what the pay gaps are. They're about uh, what the um, median woman earns, what the median man earns and the differences in that. And, and then we're talking about for the same job, for the same qualifications coming in across the board, right? Yeah, well, the um, way pay gaps are calculated, particularly the gender pay gap, is um, there's different uh, elements to it. So one piece of it is um, pay equity. So it's actually law in uh, Aotearoa, New Zealand, that if you are doing the same job as someone else, so someone says your colleague is sitting next to you, you should be paid uh, the same amount. But we know that that doesn't happen. It's illegal. We know that many um, organisations, and it isn't necessarily malice. So think about... um, Say you're doing administrative work in one division and somebody else is doing an administrative job in another division of an organisation. One division might have really highly paid people and you end up just being caught up and you end up getting paid more and um, other people might have, the whole group might be paid less and so you end up getting paid less but yet you're doing the same job as someone else. That's called paid equity. It's just not okay and it's illegal. When we look at the gender pay gap, that's a bit more sophisticated um, analysis and it basically takes in an organisation and it ranks everybody's pay and go, where is the middle man and where is the middle woman and compares it. And what that tells us then about who has access to promotion, who is in the best paid jobs, who isn't, who works where, and it gives us a much more uh, sophisticated uh, analysis about Um, you know, who is really having access to power, who has access to choices in an organisation. And that's why it's such an important uh, discussion. It isn't only about being paid uh, fairly for the same job. It's also about being able to access the same opportunities as your colleagues, to be promoted, to get over time, to, you know, to end up in the boss's seat. Um, And that's what we want as well. And, And how does New Zealand's figures compare to other jurisdictions? So we, um, for our overall gender pay gap, it's set around 10% for a couple of decades. So we're kind of stuck. Now, 10% is a lot and that kind of, and it hides all the differences. So 10% is um, for everyone, but we know that for Pacific women, it's more like 25%. When you compare us internationally, we look okay. So Australia probably has a gap around 20 and 
through Europe, it's probably all around 20. But I think what we should focus on is, is actually the detail when you start to break it down. It, and so the 10% really does hide um, all the difference. And that's what we want to focus on. So for a Pacifica woman earning 75 cents in a Pakeha man's dollar, I mean, that's the real where the money really hits the road, right? What's the call here? We uh, know from international experience that one of the fastest ways to get some traction on pay gaps is to make them transparent. So that for that, it would mean organisations actually have to publish their pay gaps so that you knew what Pacifica woman earned, what Māori woman earned, what uh, European and Pākehā men and women earned, so that um, you could actually then see and choose if you wanted to work for them. But also, um, in order to, to um, have to publish them, the organisations have to look and they have to then own uh, what is happening in their organisations. When this happens, we know, uh, you know, if there is some legislation that makes pay gaps uh, reporting actually law, we can we'll probably see about a twenty percent drop in the particularly the gender pay gap. So that means specific a woman will earn you know twenty percent um, of that gap more. We think that equates for somebody on a median income to about thirty five dollars a week. So there's a real game here, right? This is about removing discrimination in pay, and that's generally what pay gaps are, are being driven by at the moment. It's what the recent research shows that was released this week uh, for Pacific uh, earners. It shows the gender. That's what the research shows from the gender perspective. It's actually about discrimination and stereotypes and bias. If we can flush that all out by making it very transparent one we can choose who we work for and two um, organizations have to own up to it and nobody wants to have a huge gap and most of them will start addressing it which means we will actually see money in pacifica pockets um because that you know that's where most of the discrimination is now how responsive has the private sector public sector been to these kind of calls in the past yeah, great question. So at the moment, um, the public sector, the core public sector agencies have been publishing their gender pay gaps. And this year, in the next few months, they're actually now going to also publish the ethnic ones. So we will all be able to see the Pacifica pay gaps for our core government agencies. And I think that's amazing leadership, right? It's it's absolutely stepping up to the mark. We um, at Mind the Gap went to our um, business colleagues and said, you know, we'll create a register, a place where you can report. And we've got upwards of 55 really big employers doing that. So there are there is business leaders here that know they have gaps and are working to address them. But um, that's only 55. We think there should be about another 5,000 organisations that, um, that actually report. So that's what we're pushing for. So we have been advocating uh, really strongly for the government to put in pay gap reporting to make it compulsory uh, so that we see the benefits. And um, I don't know about you, but um, winter bites, right? The costs of heating, the extra costs of food, like doing this now really matters.